and welcome to the Wise Men Say Reaction Show. Sunderland have just drawn 1-1 with Blackpool at the Stadium of Light. Nandile netted for Blackpool in the first half and a goal scored by Jack Baldwin levelled it for Sunderland in what was a really poor performance in the first half. Sunderland improved in the second. I'm joined by ITV's Simon O'Rourke. Simon, what a frustrating afternoon. Yeah, it was frustrating, wasn't it? Um, I think at the end of it, Sunderland come out with some sort of credit because they found a way to get something out of the game. They're now prolific from corners, that kind of thing. Um, but it's the same. If it's not quite the same score story, it is the same score. It's so frustrating. Obviously, they can't now go top on Friday. It is a blow. But as I say. Half time, ten minutes in the second half, you wondered if this was the game they weren't going to score. They got something out of it. They showed a lot of guts, a lot of spirit. That's something to take home. Is Jack Ross getting it wrong at the moment with his tactical decisions? Well, he's not getting it right, self-evidently. But I think it's really harsh to get it wrong. I don't. The crowd are mostly great at the stadium alike. I, I just think it's a bit. It's going a bit quick. This. It's still only two defeats. I know we can talk about the one ball draws all the time and that kind of thing, and it was another frustrating night tonight. It's not quite right at the moment, but they're still in a great position to get promoted. At some point, there might you might think in a long season there was going to be a spell like this. They've just got to hope that something happens and they snap out of it. And, and in your opinion, what do you think Sunderland's best midfield is at the moment? Because we seem to have variations of everything at the moment. Well, that's the thing. There's a lot of choice, isn't there? Um, it's actually the first time I've seen Grant Ledbetter since he's come back. Yeah, he can play every week. That's fine. He's good. He controls the tempo better than any other midfielder that Sunderland have got. I'd still be interested to see him paired up with McGeeck and see if that might work as a two. Um, obviously, they tried different things with Gooch in a funny position tonight. George Honeyman shifted a little bit out of his normal position. It's kind of hard to say. I mean, if, if Jack Ross can't find the answer, then at the moment, you know, you can't really expect me to. But look, I, I'm not saying that to have a go at Jack Ross. I think he's learning on the job. Everyone at Sunderland from the boardroom downs learning on the job. Nobody ever said it was going to be a straight line straight back to the championship. Um, stick with them. I'm joined by Sunderland Eggles, Phil Smith. Phil, what did you make of that today? We'll start with the Grig, the Grig sitter. Yeah, I mean... Just feels a little bit like where something they're at at the moment that the the best striker in in League One misses a chance like that. It's look, it's an unbelievably frustrating night because I think there was a a recognition of what's gone wrong in recent weeks from both the manager and the players. I think he made changes to try and get more runners to try and make the pitch a bit longer, to try and inject a bit of intensity. And I thought the players responded to that. And after the first goal goes in, there's a there's an edginess about the players and the players suffered from that. But then the last sort of half an hour 35 minutes I thought they played pretty well but then you've got this curious kind of League One thing where a team you know one point off the playoffs is killing the game yeah, absolutely yeah. killing the game and you know look Sunderland have done that to plenty of teams in the Premier League when they were trying to survive but it's just it's it, it's all very very frustrating there's no there's no way of getting past that primary emotion I think and Do you think in your opinion Jack Ross got it wrong with the start of 11 or is it just a case of every game needs managing in a different way? Well, I think that I can understand the logic and the changes that he made. I think everyone can see that Duncan Whatmore brought something different and something that was needed. Look, the Lyndon Gooch thing didn't come off at all. He was poor. I can see what the logic in making that decision was. What we've all been saying is Sunderland haven't been getting enough runners from midfield and they haven't been getting enough players making late runs and supporting the striker. And, you know, Lyndon Gooch is a player who you would expect instinctively to do that. He's just going through one of those wobbles at the moment. And look, it's the reality of 
Sunderland squad, the January business was good in that it brought good players to the club, but it's left the squad so big, and, and that means there's always going to be sort of quibbles over the selection lineup, and that's a pressure that Jack Ross is going to have to deal with. I don't think that you can say the lineup was necessarily wrong today because I thought they started the game brilliantly and they. The first 10 minutes was okay, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and look, the, you know, they should have gone one there. Look, when Grigg misses a chance, Grigg's missed from a couple of yards later in the second half, so. I find it hard to be too critical. It's just, just just a very, very strange time at the moment. Positive, positive though, that Sunderland did keep on going. I know maybe some fans will, will think we're clutching at straws, but we really did have a go at the end there. Yeah, I think, again, you would like to force more saves from the goalkeeper. Of course you would, but look, it was it was difficult. There was no tempo at the game because Blackpool were playing like they were 22nd in the table, and we've seen that a few times so far this season at Stadium Live, and it's a challenge that the players are going to have to come through. And, you know, you see at the end, for whatever reason, Sunderland's attacking players just, are just off the boil at the moment. McGeady had a bit of a shock tonight. Morgan, who I've been really impressed with, came off the bench and really struggled. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a kind of frustrating thing. You know, I'm, you saw tonight a willingness to try and improve and to try and correct some things they've got wrong recently. And it's come off in some parts and it hasn't in others. And, you know, you can't get past the word frustration, can you? No, you can't. Thanks for your time, Phil. No, well, Jack, frustrated at that? I mean... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think we've had a, a lot of these conversations where we're frustrated when we don't win um, and we've drawn games, but probably tonight a different type of frustration. Um, you know, there's, a, there's a few of those games recently where we've, we've been frustrated at the manner we've not saw out the game, but we haven't played particularly well. Tonight, for me, with the exception, I think, of the 15-minute spell between them opening the scoring and half-time, I thought we were good. First half hour, I thought we were good, and I thought the whole second half we were good. And... Um, but ultimately, it's just a draw. So it's a, you know, it's how you how you view it. But tonight, I don't think you can um, level a lot of criticism at the performance level because I said for 75 minutes of that 90 minutes we, we were we were decent tonight. Um, Will Grief at one end perhaps should have scored. They go down the other end and score. Yes. And that puts you on the back foot. Yeah, I mean the the uh, that's obviously a pivotal moment in the first half. Um, and prior to that really clear opening for Will, we had been good and we had dominated the last parts of the game. I mean, it's a team that's on the, the verge of the playoffs and has a very good recent record as well. So I thought to be as dominant against a good team was good from us. Um, and it's a moment of quality from Angeli as well. It was a good finish. So we... we um, and I thought that we wobbled a bit after that. I did. I thought the whole... Not just the players, I thought the whole stadium wobbled and it was a bit uneasy for 10, 15 minutes. So the players had the choice at half-time. You know, we could carry on in that manner in the second half or we could show the strength of character that they've shown a lot this season and produce a performance second half and they did that the whole game's played in the one half second half and we create more I mean, you know, over the course of the game we've created more opportunities than we have done in, 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 in the last three or four games combined and so that, that was pleasing for us the pressure is incessant and it's consistent but you know you have two choices as a staff as a manager you embrace it and I think I've done that and I, I do believe that that group of players have, have met that challenge as I said they're not perfect as a group they're, they'll make mistakes on the pitch but they have shown character this season because you've got to have character to play here and and maybe maybe sometimes for me I can mistake a little bit of the, the groans from the crowd is in a different way because I think sometimes it's just because they're so desperate for us to do well and win the game And but it's not easy sometimes to play in and, and fairness to players today I thought they, they, and they have done other times this season they have they have showed resilience they showed that again tonight Grant Ledbetter with another assist today seems to have ended that, uh, that corner hoodoo yeah I mean the thing for me that is, um, is it's just an indication of the diligence and hard work that goes on now we don't haven't scored in the last two games from corners because all of a sudden we've started working on them we've been working on them all season it's just sometimes in football you have to wait a long time to get your rewards for them and 
that's not just set pieces. There's loads of other things we are doing all the time. And you might never get here, Walsham. You might never see the end product. As long as you, you know you're doing them, and it, a lot of it's unseen work, then I'm comfortable with that. And I've got a staff that do that, and I've got a group of players that buy into it, and they're an honest group, and they are an appropriate group for this club. We need to all make improvements and everything we can do all the time, but they... No matter, I mean, you know, no question about it. they. They can wear that jersey. I think deservedly at times for what they do away from here and on the pitch. And going into Accrington as well, do you think Sullen need to finish the chances more clinically or create more or both? Well, I think tonight that um, you know we have we have struggled of late to to be really fluent and create lots of opportunities. I've been honest about that. I mean, tonight was was much more encouraging in that respect, and so the players will take confidence from that. And there was a bit more. Freedom um, in our play, and I thought Duncan was a was a huge part in that because he offers us a different outlet in a forward area as well. But there was a there was just a different feel about us in the final third tonight, and you know we hopefully will continue that into Friday. I've, I've enjoyed the evening games here; they've all had a bit about them, and you know I'd expect the same on Friday when it comes along. You just heard from Sunderland manager Jack Russ on his team's performance today against Blackpool. I'm off to the victory where Craig Clark is apparently in full flow recording some opinions, some views from Wiseman say podcasters and fans alike. Right, I'm in the Victory Club after the uh, disappointing one-one draw with who we just played Blackpool. Try to erase it from my memory. Erase that Greg miss from my memory. Which one? I just said which one. Well, go on. No, no. Well, I, personally, I'm, I'm not going to start bashing Will Greg. I think he's the fact he's had two chances shows he's going to be the right position. I think, and I think he'll do well for us. And I think goal scorers like him will be used to missing chances like that. It's not like it's you know when a, a centre forward comes in like Alador or Sinclair and they go on a bad run. It's not like that with him because he's used to scoring goals. He'll have missed lots like that in his career. Jose Alador is used to scoring yeah, goals. It just so happens both. I'm not, I'm not comparing them. It just so happens. That doesn't make a difference. It's just, so, <laughs> it just so happens both his chances win in one game. If anything, I'm encouraged by Will Griggs' performance. I, I would say he had three chances actually. There was one he was very close to connecting with early in the game. And he just couldn't get his foot through it, and it just yeah flashed across the across the box. I thought his movement was pretty good. Yeah, off the, off the ball, fine. His um, touch wasn't quite at it, but like his touch was a bit. I off. thought his first, first touch was pretty first. terrible, to be honest. Time for that time to to change that. He, he, he missed that. He's not been playing, remember? He, he missed that, but his uh, it doesn't work. It's awful. Right, so we've got. Let's, let's not make it. A, Let's not make it about Will Gregg, performance generally. Mick, Mickey had a, had a point you wanted to make about the overall performance. I would say if people agree on that. Right, OK. I mean, it wasn't a sparkling performance. I mean, I think we will play a lot better than that this season. But I think football, largely, is about moments. And tonight, if Will Gregg takes that chance in the first half, Blackpool don't score that goal just a minute later. Stuff like momentum and that, they don't get that goal. If Will Griggs scores that goal to make it 1-1, again, the game changes. And I just think the night, the crucial moments have felt to us we didn't capitalise on. So people can talk about the tactics, people can talk about Jack Ross, people can talk about the performance. But tonight, we didn't take advantage of the moments that we had because we created enough to win that game tonight. I agree, largely. But how long has that been going on for now? You could even argue, to an extent, Oxford, we took the lead. We were on top. But we were awful we, in that and, game. And, and, and we were, but we were awful. We didn't see the game out. Wim, was really tonight any different from the Wimbledon game? Except yes. Wimbledon didn't have that little bit more quality to punish us. But, like Nathan Delfonso did. 
actually think it was a bit of a mistake from Baldwin. It was awful. Terrible by Baldwin. It was bad. It, Terrible. It, it, it has been a theme. Scunthorpe even. Scunthorpe pulled out a moment of quality to get 1-1. It, it's, it, it's, it's a varying theme where we've not failed to capitalise on pressure or momentum, which, which we did have in that first half an hour. Like, Watmore looked really bright for that opening 15 half minutes. And, yeah. I Gooch actually, I was thinking Gooch looks really suited to this position. Then they Did score. You? Then no, they I score. Didn't, I didn't and think that at all. Everything just sort of like fell like dominoes. We were playing this weird, like forget like four four two or four three three. There was there was only two there numbers. Was no shit. It was five five with this massive gap where Ledbetter occasionally linked things. It was so. It's interesting you say about, at about Gooch, and I wonder if that depends where you sit in the ground. Because I, 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 I was scratching my head wondering what he was doing. I thought, well, I he was seen. scratching his head wondering yeah. what he was doing. Uh, uh, it didn't suit for me, it didn't suit him. I thought he looked almost better there. What, what even position was that? I don't, I don't so, know. I would, if we want to talk about Jack Ross, and I'm not, I'm not some maniac who wants him out or anything like that, but. No, not a maniac. <laughs> I am not a maniac. <laughs> Apart from when. I am a maniac. I'm crazy now. <laughs> Ross, I did feel like that team selection was a little bit no, it was odd for him. It didn't, it, it didn't fit with his usual pattern. Right, you wanted to tackle the football. There you go. There's yeah. some attacks. Yeah, yeah but we, we can't. People have asked for that, so we can't exactly criticise him. You can. You can criticise if you mess the no, shape of the team up. I, well, there was just a goose thing. I don't. If you're gonna play, I could, if you're gonna play somebody else in that position, Maguire would have been su- yeah. more suited than Gooch, I think. Um, I, I think generally. The last 20 minutes, that urgency, I know it's easy to say when you, you've got the momentum and, you, and you're on top, but that urgency was lacking and it's okay saying we played well for the first 20 minutes where we've got better players than them. I know. And, and we're, we're keeping the ball and it's as if they're just going through the motions of wasting. We'll create an opening eventually if we're just patient and we keep passing the ball and teams aren't letting us do that. The need, we need to be quicker, we need to move the ball quicker. Well, it's exactly what it. we was all think. Well, most of us have said people that keep going, we need to drop this player, start this player. It's not just about personnel, it's about the way we're playing football. And the last 20 30 minutes, Ledbetter just ran the show, he yeah, he just controlled the game. And he didn't do that in the first half because he was virtually playing as a third centre back, but nothing, so that we could get Luke or nine forward. People, at least people were giving him options in the last 20 though. Because I thought first half he was the getting the ball the and he was looking around and there were times and people just didn't want the ball when he I had don't, it. I don't think people were giving him. I don't think people were giving him more options as, as such, but I think they were just more red they and white shirts. Well, they were the just more, were just more red and white well, shirts, but no one was really moving no. or creating like, anything as such. I do agree to a large extent with everything that's being said here, but I think we're getting into a little bit of semantics when we're saying that it was a similar performance to the Oxford game, or it was a similar performance to the Scunthorpe game, similar. I don't think it was. No, it wasn't similar. And, and I'll, and I'll tell I you, we were better tonight. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think we were better. But as I'm saying, because well, Oxford, in, in I mean, we did, we did, we, areas, were we actually better? Yes, because we created finite chances. I'm not talking about pressure here. I'm talking about openings, golden opportunities that we created to win that game. And I think if we, if Will Greg takes some chance, which I know he hasn't, so I'm kind of a little bit if me anti ball should be my uncle kind of argument. But if Will Greg takes some chances, I don't think anyone's questioned Jack Ross. I don't think anyone's questioned the style of player, and no one's questioned the tactics. I think tonight it's more about moments than it is about tactics or Jack Ross's setup or anything like that. I, 
disagree because I think we were better when we made changes. Although I do think Lewis Morgan was absolutely awful. And he had a bad game against Oxford as well. And I do wonder what he's bringing to the party. Hopefully he, he, he gets he, back he, more he, to he what he, he was did like against Wimbledon. He did look good against Wimbledon. He's not all right in players off Craig. I'm not, yeah. I'm just, I'm just. Dunn Dun was outstanding tonight, I thought. And he played really well. And on yeah. the ball as well. And we, and we did, really and we did see a first game. That shot he had as well in the first yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did, we did see, I know, the first game, we did wonder if it was just down the nerves and stuff. Yeah. And he looks like you settle in now. Well, yeah. I, I, to defend myself, I was rating him based on his performance in that game, not his entire Sunderland career that hadn't happened yet. I know, but we did, we did try to say. <laughs> I know that. Oh, they see the look he gives us there. This is the no, audio. Don't pick, it doesn't pick this up on audio, does it? <laughs> no, I mean that was a bit. Maybe like that was a bit. There, was a bit more harsh about Morgan, but he just. He, Maybe he was, he was trying too hard, it, it, I don't know. It was that, that chance at the end, wasn't yeah, it, where it me, was me, me and Matthew, like, before we, we, when we were in the queue at the bar, were saying, Lyndon Gooch, for all his fault, would have had a shot on the edge of the box. Morgan Morgan seemed to overthink it, and there seemed to yeah. be so much overthinking going yeah, on tonight. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Like, what, what about, like, I don't know, I thought the fullbacks, I think they're, they're a problem. Well, you miss Matthews for all everyone. Like, look, I'll, no problem with 09, but people. Well, I had a problem with him tonight. Well, yeah, he's, he's a stopgap. He's, yeah, he's, 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 right he's not a right back. He's not a right back. Everyone loves him. It's fine. I think this is why but he's people... not. He's not good enough to play a no. right back. So people need to stop and have a thing. So, yes, he played them um, two good games when he filled out position, but he did well because we're basing him on the fact that he's not a right back. Yeah, exactly. I, still, I, agree I, still, with that. I still wouldn't be worried about him if he was our own right back, but we've got a better right back. I, 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 I is, is what but, I would um, say. I want, I want him in midfield. Yeah, exactly. Know, and, uh, if you can. I can't understand that. I mean, Matthews did pick that up. Yeah. The, the sound won't pick up that far, I would think. It's not like a really good microphone, you know. <laughs> Do you want to say something? What? No, say. No, right, well, someone's going to have to edit some of this. Well, we will have <laughs> No, you can see it. No, you can. I couldn't pick you up before. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think my point is that um, Luke 09, he doesn't give you that natural whip that you want from a fullback, particularly when Ross no. wants to get the fullbacks bombing on. And I think, he, and, that's, yeah. and that's not a fault of Luke 09, that's because he's a centre midfielder. Yeah, that's, that was my point. There was a moment when one of their players cut in from the left in the second half. And he was just so soft, he didn't know whether to put his foot in. I think, just like... I think one thing that makes it actually more frustrating tonight, arguably versus Oxford and a couple of other games, is tonight's not one of the games where you're picking out McLaughlin, being like, well, if it wasn't for him. No, that's true. McLaughlin wasn't really pressured, and I know it's a really good finish. I still think Baldwin was, was poor for the goal, but. No, he, was, he made another couple of but it was, it, it was just yeah, one, it was just one moment of little quality they had to show whereas we they had some other chances mind I'm no they had they had the, 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 yeah the corner they should have buried that definitely but they've only had to have that and it's like what that's not a promotion just, side that's not right a promote that's not yeah. an automatic promotion no. side shown a, at the minute a question i would like to ask you is can anybody here pinpoint when things started to slide because I just don't understand this. Because when Netflix come out. <laughs> but early, no, not quite. But earlier on the season, when we were scoring a goal, you were almost waiting in anticipation for us to get another because we're on the front yeah. foot. And one of the criticisms of Jack Ross early on was that we were too open. And when we got a goal, we were maybe going for a second one too much and we got caught on the break consequently. 
but I'm just trying to think when did this pattern start yeah. because I made a point the other day and the more I thought about it, the more I kind of back myself with it is that this run is reminding me of what we were like under Chris Coleman when we had that run of draws mm -hmm. last um, yeah. April sort of time games yeah we, we would take yeah. I mean the night obviously we didn't take the lead but we would take the lead and we were in games and we were arguably the better side but then we were making daft mistakes and I think we're inviting pressure and for me that is not what Jack Ross that's not what we were sold that's not the vision we were sold when he came and then again I'm, I'm like Greg I, I love Jack Ross I'm not going to doubt him for a second but as I say it is just a little bit concerned I just can't pinpoint where this has gone wrong I mean I think to be honest, if you were going to pinpoint something, you could, you could point to when the sort of Madges saga Well, ma started. Ma Madge are gone. Lyndon Gooch early in the season was unplayable. Yeah, McGeady's in and, and now, out. Maguire's well, well, dropped Mc, off a cliff. McGeady, McGeady wasn't there for a month. And yeah. and Maguire, but then when he came in, actually, he was outstanding. With, with Maguire, Maguire's last league game, he played all right, to be honest. The thing is, with, with, I think with, he's, he's within his right to go and ask what's yeah, going on. Yeah. Yeah. Maguire's a really good point. The bloke next to me and I said, oh, well, Maguire's gone off the ball, off the boil. And I was like, well, he's not had a chance to go yeah, off the boil. He scored against Luton. Yeah, got sent off, but rescinded. Didn't wasn't in the squad for Scunthorpe. Wasn't in the squad. Wasn't in the. Was actually only in the squad for the Wimbledon game because Gucci's um, partner went into labour. Wasn't in the squad for Oxford. So no, there, there might be something we don't know about there. But Maguire. Oh, well, Maguire scored six goals this season. When you take Madge's goals out this season, that's huge. Him on McGeady must be the top scorer. Like he's a massive big game player for us. Like. Yeah. For him not to be getting in, in, in tonight, really, is against decent opposition. It's a game that we needed to win, like, and we haven't. So you're thinking, right, get Maguire in. Get, in, get an arrogant, confident player in there. And Maybe he isn't confident. Um, that's the well, problem. We don't uh, really know, do we? Apparently, like, according to some of the... the the journalists around the club apparently was absolutely furious it wasn't in the squad well, there you go. I don't. I, as a manager well, I would just be like well prove that you're supposed to be in the squad well yeah exactly who does and, he and think that, he and is that, and, that, and that's what I mean and we might, don't there know, might be something we? that, that isn't yeah, going on but at the end of the day he's done a lot no he has he, he he can change, the, thing with, the thing with Maguire is he can change a game as well and he, he didn't even get off he, the bench tonight he can also be a complete non-entity though yeah yeah like, that's not whitewash his career, no, yeah. No. He's been bad in games. Nah, but you remember, has, remember games like Donk as the goal against Luton. That goal actually against Luton it was now is massive. It's yeah. absolutely well, huge at the minute. Donk as the, like, that one he raked South End. He raked in, in the end. top corner, it was that again. And, and, and South, South End, end actually, a, that's a bit of unpredictability. When you go back to the XG argument that was rearing its head around about October, the thing we always said was, well, we've got Magic, we've got Maguire, we've got McGeady, who were players capable of creating something out of nothing. We've lost Magic. McGeady, yes, he did create something out of nothing against Wimbledon, but again, he's very hit and miss. So, and, 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 and we've just and we've just removed Maguire from the situation. We can't afford. People say you can't afford to have McGeady in the squad. I think I don't think that Maguire's been given that luxury enough. Like, and people have just been like, oh, he's. he's I just think he's, a, he's, a, like I think that, he's like a, a League One footballer. I don't, and that's I don't why. think yeah, we are in League One. I know, yeah. but yeah, we have exactly. players who aren't League One footballers. I don't footballers. think he's any less erratic than McGeady is. Uh, but not only that, so it's like you say. So or Gooch as well. So he didn't, he didn't make it off the bench tonight. And yet we brought Charlie White on. Now, fair enough, I'm not Charlie White's biggest fan, which is an understatement, but he's early days at the club. Again, I'm not going to write him off completely. However, when White comes on, there's a massive temptation just to go along yeah. and to go more direct. And 
I don't think we're suited to that at all. Kind of worked tonight, though, didn't it? I actually it thought it improved yeah. our Made intensity tonight when I he think, came I on. And, and, I, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, Mickey. Like, I think people... I think, actually, sorry, Wyke does look better off the bench. But I think there is too much of a temptation to knock at long term rather than trying to get him to hold it up. And it yeah. just doesn't stick. Reese James yeah. is just playing it long there. Anybody. He's looking the ball forward for a man to get hold of him. He's got no one, no one around him. But at least the long balls to Grigg, there was space for Grigg to run into. There's a rationale behind yeah. it. But the balls to White for me were just long for aimlessness. Like, and as I say, I don't particularly rate White from what I've seen. But yeah, we have a target, but he's he flicked the ball onto nobody. That seems to be his best attribute is flicking yeah. the ball onto nobody. I'm not really because, sure what he is. So if we're gonna go direct, right, we need to actually like double down it, we need to get bodies in the round like. And as I say, we're just kind of at the minute playing this kind of half-arsed almost thing where yeah. we're going kind of direct yeah. but kind of not. It's just a little bit like aimless the last fit. And as I say, I think if we brought Maguire on, you might have a little bit of control in the game because Maguire likes to get on the ball and create. He does have a really good doesn't. I think that's no, a myth. It's very erratic. He's not McGeady who kills the ball every time. McGeady makes mistakes. But Maguire has got a very erratic touch. Sometimes it's like a tip and cement block. Erratic at the top end of League One football, no, I would say. When he's not on... Form, his first touch isn't good. But is he not worth bringing off the bench? And, and, probably, and actually, but he, he and obviously the, the, the injury to, to Reese James probably didn't hinder that. I think Maguire's good at getting us up the field. He knows which runs to make at the channel and that, and he knows how to pull defenders out of the way. I remember he's remember Sinclair's goal against Peterborough. What, what Maguire did there, how many players in, how many, when you just listen, how many players in our squad can do that? And when you need creativity, which we are sapped of at the I minute. I just think we're looking at it in the wrong way. I'm not saying he's the, I know what you mean, Craig. I'm not saying he's like the saviour. I just no. think people are I looking. Think he's a, <laughs> <laughs> what we need back, as, as I'm sure Matthew will agree, is Max. Max. <laughs> no, but I think, I, I think we've got a real problem with, we, we solved it a bit tonight, but we've got a problem with intensity. Yeah. And, and that, I and don't that's think 20 minutes. Uh, and, and, and that, what was that's it? the issue. It's not what, personal. What, what, what are, it's interesting as well. Give, give intensity. What's, what's interesting yeah. is we keep saying, right, yes, we're a League One team and we need to remember we're a League One team, which we are. But when these new players are coming in and signing for us, they're getting asked a question when they walk through the door. Are you okay with the expectation that comes to play for a club like this? And they are telling us they're going to embrace it. Today was the example of when actually you need to prove that you can embrace it. Because yes, on paper, we're not as good as Luton this season, for example. But Sunderland, Sunderland aren't Luton. There's a massive difference in expectation, rightly or wrongly. And all the players have been asked this, and they're all being quoted as saying they can deal with it. Tonight was an example where you've got to say, right, somebody needs to be braver and you need to move the ball quicker and you need you need more urgency in your play and you need to make something happen so that, that's the, side, the difference Pete. that's the difference between playing for Luton or playing for Sunderland so that's why I can see why they brought Ledbetter in now because yes. I think he did do that yeah. in, to his credit him and Honeyman were just the only ones who could actually get their foot on the ball look up for a second dictate things like yeah. I know you need more than that in front of them but Led like on the ball exactly like yeah ball. I think he's seeing things that other, other players maybe can't. He's very patient, in a good way. And does does that like holding holding his breath and just slowing it down for a second? It is, it is, it is interesting. Initially, it was a sign and they got questioned at the minute. 
he's the one I'm thinking like thank yeah. god we've got him yeah, in our team some of the I'm forward passes thinking, he was thank god we got the the weird team. thing is that where everyone's like clamouring for McGeeck to come in where it's like well, well Led, Ledbetter him. actually does the McGeeck thing but a, a lot, lot better Better. And I, I don't mean that as a dig at McGeeck, but like. Has McGeeck got any right to feel aggrieved? Yes. He, didn't, he didn't get played in midfield when Gooch did. Okay. I'm looking at no, you, Matthew, because you I, love no, McGeeck. I, 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 I think definitely. And I, I said this before because I said this on the podcast on Monday. I think, yes, like Maguire, he played well against Luton. He played well against Man City. Yes, it's the, it's the youth team. But his last two games for us, he's played well. So and and well I think I think when you talk about keeping the ball moving, yes, I think I think him and Maguire have got every right to go and knock on the manager's door and ask so why they're not playing. If you want to keep the ball butter, if you want to keep the ball moving, I would disagree. I think both of those players slow the game down too much. But with, I, with, with, I do think McGee is. I think McGee is at his best against the team like Luke. You actually had a go because he, he's yeah. got a really good. Yeah. I know you're saying with game. with McGee, I know you're saying about slowing yeah. the game down. But it's, a, it's about the movement around him. And if there's more urgency around him, he'll move the ball quicker. Well, there wasn't because in the because, first he, half, can, because he can spot a pass. But Ledbit had the same problem in the first half. Exactly. So, I would you need say, two of them in the team? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 it's about the movement around him, personally. I, I agree think. with that. I'm in disagreement. I'm saying. Do you need two of them? Yeah, I think I think if the movement's good enough, you, you don't need two of them in. I would agree. When you're at home, you should I be see good enough. Coming into the team away from home, the best game I've seen McGeek have was at Plymouth. Right. And obviously away, and we were under the cost for large yeah. periods of that game. And and to his credit, he was excellent. And he was excellent at Luton at home, and he was. Un- consider himself lucky to be dropped yeah but for me when you're at home you've got Ledbetter in the team yeah. okay, you don't if, if, if Ledbetter got injured or a suspension or whatever then fair enough I would actually be tempted no. to bring to bring McGee in yeah. but um, aside I, from that I think well, just bring power that in and everything <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll finish off with are we now concerned that it is out of our hands I'm not I'm, um, I've actually thought for a couple of weeks I'm starting to think playoffs might be where we're going to be. I did think we draw at Oxford 1 1, and I did think we draw at a day 1 1. I had a couple of text messages today. Old Stradamus. No, no, I've <laughs> been quite No, no, but I think more than anything is, is we've been a bit unlucky with when we're playing these teams. Oxford are playing well at home. Blackpool haven't lost since we beat them. Well, this um, is. Quite yeah, we, yeah we, we should have won. I do now think we'll win Friday, and I think we'll win Tuesday. It depends on the teams, doesn't it? Sat- because it's all well and good saying we might turn around. Chances today and the chances were there. Obviously, Brig especially missed two sitters. But I'm quite confident he'll, he'll score. Um, you, men- you mentioned being lucky with unlucky with when we're playing the teams. We were supposed to have played these when we were on a good run and they were on a bad run. Yeah. We are on a good run though. No, but we were well, I think we can we now officially think... call this a bad no, run. We were yes. supposed to. It's a wobble. It's, 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 it's a wobble. <laughs> we yeah. We're not losing, but we're drawing 13 games. In the wave, though, we, need, good uh, we need to start having a little bit of accountability vote and responsibility for your own performance. Because we've been saying since the start of the season, oh, teams are raising their game when they come to stage. Well, like, teams are raising their game against us. And now, I agree with you, Stephen, but them um, teams are in good form will play against us, but they can't be used as excuses. No, it isn't. No, definitely not. Because, like you say, uh, we, we should be the team that ends that good run. That goes back to what I'm saying about the players. 
seeing what they're seeing when they walk in the club and saying, I understand the expectation, but I'm looking to embrace it, start embracing it. Yeah, because at the minute they're not embracing it. And they might not be used to playing against teams who are raising the game by 10% every game. I don't even think some of these teams I are. I think they are. Blackpool were just raising the game tonight. I've never seen a team look more for a point. Yeah. I've been like quite optimistic throughout in terms of promotion, but after the Oxford game on Saturday, walking out the ground that now was, that was the first oh, time yeah. I'd thought I said no, no. like the, the, this, is, this is this is off the best but no, I was, Saturday was awful like. but what I was thinking was right let's see how these next three home games go my, my well, we tonight, were three wins out of three was a minimum weren't we? so, yeah. yeah and and actually I, I, well I thought seven points so if we go and win the next two if we go and win the next two I think no but in terms of momentum that can shift it because after that you're away to Bristol Rovers that's a potential Winnable I'm away just saying, game. I'm just saying that as well, a face up, just so people, in case people think I'm being wise after the event, and I'm saying, well, I predicted we would draw 1 1 in our last two games. Wise after the proof. event. You also predicted so, we'd yeah. win the league <laughs> so, with 101 so, points. So, <laughs> what I'm saying now is, yeah, I did say that. We'll win our next two games. Right. 100%. Good. I'm still, Give us, I'm a, I'm still, he's in again. I still haven't seen anything to suggest that there's two better teams than us. I, think, the I have, I think, <laughs> at this point. Look at the goal differences of the top two. Bansu win the league, and I think we'll be second. We're waiting for Luton to drop off. It's not a terrible shout that Luton might drop off, I've said it before. It depends. If they lose a game, as we talked about on Monday, yeah, yeah, the uh, man has uh, got to uh, do something. Let's see. Let's anyway, let's look. Right. No, Stephen, let's who make, no, usually no. loves wrapping let, things let's, up. Let's make a prediction now. Let's go around the table and make a prediction now. Um, Automatic promotion, yes or no? Go around and do it. And state your name and say yes or no. Yes, Matthew. Rory's blew it. No. I'm going to lean to no. Rory, no. Yes, me. Oh, me says yes. Stephen. Stephen. Stephen, yes. Mickey, yes. Craig, yes. James, yes. Yeah, Matthew's already said it. Just get him to say it again. See if he contradicts So, 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 Rory's a mug. Thanks for listening. You need to make it stop. Make it stop.